Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to today's podcast episode. Today's episode features talks of voice acting, interesting plot lines, and mystery science theater. <laughs> You're now listening to Featuring Dez. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Topic Thursdays. I am your host, Dez, from this podcast featuring Dez, and today I'm accompanied by another one of my good buddies, my co-host. Introduce yourself. Hey, this is Brandon, uh, long-time uh, guest of the show. Oh yeah, you're a long-time guest. He's also one of my good friends, uh, ladies and gentlemen. He also goes by Buddha sometimes. I call him Big Buddha sometimes. So, And uh, today's topic on uh, Topic Thursdays will be cult anime. Or niche. Or niche anime, yes, yes, sir, and it's uh, and we're also gonna be talking about some anime that just aren't not so as popular because there's some series out there that are popular amongst the people that know it, but then you know there's, there's quite a, a lot of people out there that don't really know it. So that's what we'll be talking about today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll let my boy Big B, Big Buddha, Brandon, Mr. Kunimura go first. What you got for me? Okay, my first one is a show called Better Man. Ooh. It came out in uh, April of 1999, and the series plot focuses on the threat of quote-unquote Algernon, which is a mutation in the brain which causes an accelerated alteration in sensory sensory, neural and nervous faculties. Those subjected to the phenomenon become violently hostile, suicidal, and share a hive mind collective with those that that share the the disease. Hmm. A group called Akamatsu Industries is designated to research research and counteract Algernon. And it's, uh, they use uh, robots called Neuronoids, Hmm. uh, piloted by quote unquote dual kinds to inspect areas exposed to the contamination and neutralize any threats brought thereabout. Okay. The main protagonist, Keita, is a high school student, is brought into the fold after a chance encounter with a childhood friend, Hinoki. Um, and this series is those two try to find out what the hell's going on and find out what's causing everything. And it's... Um, the. They ultimately find a life form called Better Man, which is the title character of the series. Okay, okay. And he is a life form of superior physical and mental capabilities via adaptation of quote-unquote seeds. Hmm. Through uh, the resulting consumption of these plants, Better Man can metamorph... uh, can transform into uh, situational combat forms. Ooh. Um, so 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 the, depending on the the uh, the type of trouble he's in, home, yeah. homeboy can like whip out a gun or whip out a sword not, or something like that. No, not that. Okay, okay. Take on more like animalistic forms. Ooh, okay, interesting. interesting. It, Better man is um a weird and kind of hard series to follow because mm-hmm. it's just they're throwing out so many of these terms, mm-hmm. but. Um, it's a very 90s anime. Okay, so it, it takes a different approach to, to what you you would normally consume in the medium. Okay. Yeah, like a very interesting and different sci-fi anime that not a lot of people watch. And I remember watching it on um, seeing Better Man for the first time with my sister Okay. on Spike TV. Okay, gotcha. It was like one of the late night anime things, and we were like, okay, let's watch this. And I I got hooked. I don't know if my sister really liked it, Mm -hmm. but it hooked me. I found the DVDs, got them, and I think there was about 25 episodes, 26, which was very typical for the series back then. Now, 26 episodes. And yeah, it's, it's. I wouldn't be surprised if not a lot of people really got into the series, which I don't do not blame them. Yeah, because it does. Uh, this is definitely one of those series where you have to give it like five episodes at the minimum, hmm. maybe even ten, 
before you really judge it judge it mm-hmm. so give it five to ten episodes before you say oh yeah this is a piece of shit yeah, yeah this yeah. is really good yeah so yeah well and and, and anime is a very difficult medium to try to try and judge like I know plenty of people who watch the series. They watch maybe two or three episodes and like, eh, it wasn't for me. And then if if they had waited a little bit longer, they would see that like the the crazy amounts of uh t- the, the 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 tone uh shift that would take place or, yeah. or the, the masterful subversion that would take place in the series. And they just they just be shit out of luck. And it it happens sometimes. Anime is just weird. Sometimes you'll watch them and it's just not for you. Or sometimes the initial plot setup is not what you thought would happen. It's yeah, crazy. And I I get. And the voice acting is not the greatest, but right. And I believe in the '90s. Uh, are you talking about uh, uh, sub or dub or both? Uh, dubbed at least. Like it's been a while since I've seen okay. it in Japanese. Okay. So it is the late '90s. Yeah, because yeah, it's not what you expect from now with the like Funimation running everything. Yeah, yeah. And and so you know what's crazy about you saying it's it's different and, and weird. I feel like in the '80s and '90s and to to an exception. Uh, uh, to an extent, I would say maybe the seventies as well. We, we, we the the anime medium was still finding its footing, and they were able to take more risk, and they, they kind of just like just let people creators do whatever they want. Yeah, which and, which and, why and we that, had shows like Devil Man and stuff like that back in the day. Like, and that's what Better Man is. It's yeah, someone like a studio to let the creators take a risk because as yeah. far as I'm aware, there's no manga to this. Right, it's just a pure the director and the producers created this. Yeah, and did their own thing. And we got better, man. Yeah, and and also to but back to your point about the, about the uh, the voice acting not being the greatest. I mean, I kind of get that because in the '90s we were still kind of finding our footing as well. Dubbing dubbing really didn't come in come into its own. I want to say until like the mid 2000s, maybe. I would say when Bleach and Naruto, yeah, and, so and full like the OG Full Metal Alchemist, yeah. Really took hold. Yeah, so about the early mid, early mid two thousand three. That's what I say. I see two thousand three. Maybe we started coming around between two thousand three and two thousand five. Is yeah. when I think Funimation started coming in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and just, you start seeing higher quality, really. Yeah, the higher quality yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, and and honestly, I I I want to say post two thousand eight dubbing. Oh, was yeah. dubbing was 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 oh. at a whole new level. Oh yeah, yeah. Our, our our dubbing had gotten quite good, and and like it's gotten even better now. Oh yeah, like uh, like the um, studios have taken so much great have taken back so much good feedback. It's 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 cool. It's amazing. So, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much better, man. Give it five to ten episodes, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. If you like it, great. You know, I. It's not going to hurt my feelings if you don't like it. Yeah. Well, it's going to hurt my feelings. I haven't even seen this show, but it's just hard hurting my feelings. So, uh, But no, nah, Brandon, that's cool, man. You already hit me with something I didn't know. That's cool. I love that because now you make, make me want to go check out this show called Better, man. That's cool, man. Um, but first up on my list, actually, for cult anime is actually a series that is actually one of the first manga that I actually ever like truly t- took a deep dive into. Because like there are other manga series I, I read mostly as just a companion piece to the anime, like say like Naruto and a couple other ones, but I never really was. Like, oh man, I gotta catch up, gotta reread all this manga. Um, first up is a is an anime series called Gantz. Gantz is spelled G A N T Z. Now Gantz is actually created by mangaka Hiroya Oku. Now Hiroya Oku, in my opinion, is a very slept on and underrated uh writer in the anime medium. Like, if, if he, the, some of the stuff he comes up with is. Some of the stuff that comes up is just weird and doesn't work, but some of the other risky takes are just great. Uh, and he also has, has another manga and anime series out. I'm, I can't remember the name right now. Uh, it escapes me. But basically, this old gentleman, um, his body gets turned into like a weapon, and it's badass. And Gantz is no exception. So the story of Gantz is the story ultimately of a, a, a uh, the main character K. Corono, who is one of the most, lack of a better term, piece of shit main characters you're gonna get. I'm not gonna lie, he's pretty bad. Like he's kind of a jerk. He's he 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 doesn't really res- he doesn't have the most respect for for the ladies. Um, he he doesn't really want to help people when he needs to. He's kind of all in it for himself. And the first free up, free, first episode, the first few episodes let you know this. So the story of Gantz is K. Corono. He's he's a terrible human being. One day he's getting to catch a train to to go back home. Then he sees an old childhood friend named Kato. I believe was was his name. Kato. 
uh, sees this. Kato's a great human being, nice guy. Everything that Kate isn't, as a matter of fact. And uh, Kato uh, notices that this old drunken homeless guy uh, fell off, fell on the uh, the train tracks. So Kato's like, ah, oh, I gotta pick this guy up. Kato doesn't have the strength to pick the gap, and he notices. He looks in the crowd. He notices Kay, the, our, our our titular character, and he's like, "Yo, Kay, come on, me get this old dude up." And then all of a sudden, Kay's like, "Ah, Kay's spouting us all, all all this all this all this nonsense. Like, oh man, I hate this guy. I don't want to do this. Uh, whatever. What is this guy? This guy deserves to die." So anyway, Kay goes out there to go help the homeless guy get up back up back up so he doesn't die. They get the homeless guy up, but then. They run out of time, and they're about to get run over by this train. So they run. They're like, hey, there's another train station up ahead. Let's try and make it past this train station. So they make it to the train station, and they realize it's an express. The train runs both main characters over. They both instantly die. But then they awaken in Tokyo in, in, some, kind of, in some random apartment, and they can see Tokyo Tower clear outside the window. And all of a sudden, there's this black ball in the middle of the room. Basically, they've been summoned to a game of death. Think Hunger Games meets Battle Royale, but with science, more science fiction shit going on. Gantz is absurd. Like, everything about it is in your face and, and rude. And nothing about Gantz is subtle. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Like, everything from the language to the dialogue to the action, everything about it is, 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 just, is crazy. And honestly, I've never had... So I've never had that much fun at that at that moment in time in my life. Like the the anime was so much fun. It was flawed, and some of the characters got a little annoying. But the show was so good. And and what's funny is that the show was was fine. It wasn't the greatest, but the manga is beyond exceptional. Like I'd give the show like 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 a seven or a six, but the manga is like a nine, like a hard nine. Like it it is it is good great. Like it, it's not for everyone though. It's bloody. It's gory. It's like I said. It's in your face. But Gantz is the shit, and also the dubbing for Gantz is, is is hilarious. There's this line. Was it in the nineties? It was in, the, I believe, Gantz the anime was created, came out in like two thousand four. Okay. And I but the manga is much older than that though. Okay. So so yeah, so like so probably late nineties, early two thousands, and like the dubbing is hilarious. Not hilariously bad, but just like they they took some liberties with the dialogue that wasn't in the original <laughs> anime. Like for example, there's this scene where Kay's about to get killed by this bird creature. He picks up one of his guns. He's like, "Kaka do do, motherfucker!" And like that line. <laughs> That line is not said. That's that line is not said in the original Japanese sub. But uh, over here, I think uh, who did the dubbing? Was it Funimation? No, no, no. Uh, ADTV. Oh, yeah. ADTV did the dubbing for oh, it. Yeah, I, I know. RIP ADTV. Yeah, they, they, they died. Yeah. I, I, I thought they got bought out by Funimation. Oh, did they? Okay, probably. You know, I think they did because Funimation actually redubbed uh, Gantz, and I actually don't own a redubbing of the DVD. So remind me later to go out and go buy that shit. Okay. So I'm actually gonna go do that. But yeah, Gantz is actually quite good. Um, I think I, I, I think it's think, think it's actually very un- underrated. So like, you prefer like. For our listeners out there, yeah, you should suggest the manga over the anime. Oh, I heavily suggest the manga over and the anime. Do you, do you suggest you they read the they read the manga first, then watch the anime? Um, if they or read, or do if, simultaneous thing. Maybe something simultaneous because if they read the manga first, they they might get a little annoyed, and disappointed because okay, so here's the thing. So when Gantz first came out. Uh, it, it had a hard time with viewers. Viewers weren't weren't feeling it uh, because of his excessive violence and his brashness. Uh, it was it had a hard time, and so the studios ultimately kind of tried to kill the show as it was airing, and it didn't get the proper adaptation it deserved. And I'm still hoping to this day that one day Gantz gets rebooted. Like, have you noticed? Have you noticed the anime community has been uh, being a little bit more lean on readapting old source material? Like, we got Hunter Hunter readapted. We got Full Metal Alchemist readapted. Fruits Basket. We got Fruits Basket getting readapted as we speak. I, and I and, hope so. Either. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I hope Soul gets a proper adaptation. And oh. so there's so many anime, so many shows out there. Shaman King. I hope so. So there's so many shows out there that I hope get just readapted. Gans. One piece. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I agree. I agree. Though. <laughs> so, and Gans honestly is at the top of my key. As much as I love One Piece, I want to see Gans get the proper adaptation. And honestly, I was just joking about yeah, One Piece. Yeah. Oh hell no. I want to get. I want. I, I, I do redo the first little. First yeah, 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 yeah. Or you know what? I'd be okay if One Piece got a, got got movie. Re- re-adaptations. Uh, you know how some, some shows did movies like kind of like Berserk? Berserk got, got retellings of, of the series but in movies. I wouldn't mind yeah. that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Um, it, it had to be a long ass fucking movie though because One Piece don't play about it. It's, uh, yeah, it's like arts. I'd stop be in theaters watching those three and a half hours or whatever it was. Yeah, big yeah. ass pulls of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, guys. Uh, Gantz is great. The manga is a hard nine. But like I said, if you don't like hyper violence and crazy stuff, then Gantz isn't for you. But for my viewers out there who don't mind a little harsh language and crazy stuff happening, then Gantz is for you. Like I said, I give the manga a nine. The anime series is a seven. Maybe even a six, depending on who you are. But uh, if, if you're going to watch the anime, check out Funimation's d uh, redubbing of the anime. Don't try, try not to watch the original ADDV. Unless you want a, a good laugh, I'd watch the Funimation version first. Then watch Do like the a Mystery Science Theater yeah, yeah, version yeah. of watching yeah. that. Yeah. And if you're not a manga reader and you want to check out the anime, just watch Funimation's version. And then maybe later go back and watch some of the, the funny cuts that they had in ADDV. Yeah. But yeah, Gantz is, um, is, is, is great. Good time. It's, it's near and dear to me. Not for everyone, but yeah, mm, good cult, good anime. What you got for me, Brandon? Okay, my number two is a show called Starvengers or Getter Robo G. Yeah, Get the Robo. <laughs> and we previously talked about yeah, Starvengers actually. For the opening. Yeah. And Getter Robo, uh, if you look up on YouTube, Force 5 Starvengers, mm -hmm. you should be able to find some clips online of it, of the opening and bits and pieces, but. It, it's one of those shows that came out in the 70s, and you'd be very hard to find copies of it. You have to find them probably on streaming, or pay a boatload of money to find it on DVD, or even VHS mm -hmm. on Amazon. But it's about robots, giant robots fighting aliens and monsters. Okay. That's the basic storyline. But the robot itself is sp usually split up in the three aircraft. Okay. And um, a red, blue, and yellow aircraft. All and right. if usually, depending on the monster that it they have to fight, will determine which of the aircraft goes on top. The red one is the typical, what you would think of like the, the Power Rangers as the main... The main ranger the, or the main fighter, and that usually takes out the main bad guys. But the blue, uh, the blue aircraft is the speed, like the speed one, okay. and it has a drip, like the one I, the one I've usually watched that I have a VHS recording of, has like a is known for its speed. It's long and slender and has a drill arm, Ooh. and just like. That's its main special attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the red one has its special uh, has like an axe, and but like uh, has its own like special attack is uh, it charges itself up, and then charges towards the enemy, lets the energy blast go, and boom, it gets killed. Usually, yeah. and yeah. then uh, the yellow one is the. Uh, the the Haas yeah the, yeah the muscular <laughs> beefcake that does the, all the heavy lifting and it can go underwater because it has like treads as well and it has like um like the chest piece kind of lifts up and you could um like it has like a little wind turbine that can make a cyclone blast mm, okay okay kind of thing and it's and each pilot has its own Unique uh, flavor again. The the guy who pilots the red the red uh, plane. Uh, he's the usual jock or like yeah. think of the typical Red Ranger. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. probably the best analogy. Yeah, is that yeah. The typical okay. Red Ranger. The, no, you're right. That actually is is an on on point analogy. Actually, so the and the guy who pilots the blue craft. He's like. The artsy fartsy guy. I, I don't know. I think of like the guy who likes to wear the like I want to say the hipster. Okay. But like a hipster kind of look. Yeah. Long flowing locks, the scarf, and that kind of <laughs> that kind of look. The sage of the halo type guy. No. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, but he's like the the smart guy too. The brain, okay. the more the brains of the operation. Okay. And then the guy who pilots the yellow one, at least in the series that I am recommending, Star Avengers, he is the last minute add-on because the the scientist who created the robots did not was not able to find someone who could handle that 
aircraft. Right. Because it takes someone that's like a Haas type character, a beefcake type yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they finally find this guy and he pilots it and he's his quote unquote battle gear is a catcher's mask, a baseball catcher's mask and a baseball like a baseball catcher's outfit. Mm. But think of more the old school seventies kind of catch it out okay 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 and so that's pretty much that's back the basic background and these three fight off of a fight against um there's this alien race that keeps sending out like evil android evil robots that are trying to take over the the energy source that the science like the main scientist that built the uh the starvenger robot right and do that and um, and like the last arc is a huge like they have like they fight off against like six robots at once that actually <laughs> merge together to fight this like make this huge super mecha yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's no, I mean, it's 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 funny hearing you talk talk about this and getting excited about it because like one of my, one of my other best friends, uh, Shock. He he loves Get the Robo Star. Yeah, so he he, he loves he, it. Yeah. yeah, he understands what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, like that. That was actually one of the first shows because I, when I told him, I was like, "Yo, I, I like Mecca, but I just haven't seen uh, I haven't seen like as much as I would like." And I shouldn't have said that because I literally opened up a Pandora's box. Yeah, Pandora's box. He was like, "Oh, word! Let me start you off from the beginning, son." He so he he basically became my senpai in this situation. He was like he was like Star Avengers, this and this and that, Majin Kaiser, this and that. I was like, "Okay, cool, cool." Yeah, because so, like Star Avengers and then Mazinger Z. Yeah, are like the two series that led in the Gundam. Yeah, agreed. They're, yeah. They're, they are the senpais to the Gundam series. Yeah, and without Mazinger Z and Star Avengers. We would not have Gundam Wing, Mobile Fighter G, uh, G Gundam, and the like. Yeah. You know, so no one loves, like, no one, not a lot of people show the love to Mazinger Z and Star Avengers. Yeah. Because, like, the animation's not the greatest. It's yeah, it's from older. the 70s. Yeah, it's, the, it's the pretty voice, old, yeah. The voice acting, obviously, not the greatest. greatest yeah. So, it, but it holds a special place in my heart. Mm hmm. Because I remember watching it over and over again on my VHS. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my... It's that and like old school Ultraman. Which could be, you know, another entry on my list. But it's not. Um, that are like the standard bearers for some of the big mecha and sci-fi series that we have today. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much Star Avengers. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, and I too was, was was a big fan of Star Avengers. It was it was definitely a good time for me. Uh, holds a special place in my heart too. When when I heard you brought it up, I was I was sitting over in the corner, nodding my head slightly, like yes, yes. Yeah, if, if you do, <laughs> like Palpatine, it's definitely a series where you don't need a lot of thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just go in, it's, enjoy the yeah. shit out of it for how corny it could be. Yeah. But it's definitely something that yeah. anyone could really enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's hard to really hate. Mm-hmm. Like you really, really have to be a snub about like I only like new animation. Yeah. And that's my thing. Which there are people like that yeah, who which, don't. Which who makes do, me sad. Yeah, it's, like, honestly, like if, if if you're one of those people that only per, that only prefers to watch newer anime, anime with newer animation and flash stuff, that's fine. But but you are you are missing out on so much good anime. Well, I know. And you're, you're doing I, yourself a, uh, not, yeah, a not doing yourself yeah a disservice. Doing yourself no favors, my friend. And I think our lists mm-hmm. show the love towards the older anime. Oh yeah, yeah. Me 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 and you both are both very varied when it comes to the different types of shows. Be like some old, some new. Like I'm always happy when someone finds an older show that I have not even heard of, right. and I get so excited because like, how did I miss this? And then right. I like to do I like to do heavy research on it yeah and so yeah like i i there's so, like a certain je ne quoi mm-hmm. about older anime right like from the 70s 80s and 90s mm-hmm. there's something about them that is very charming mm-hmm. or yeah je ne quoi or mm-hmm. in japanese e kanji mm-hmm. that 
it just makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. And and I'm, I'm I'm with you 100%, my friend. But uh, next up on on my list, my number two actually. Uh, I just recently thought thought about this one, and I realized this one needs to be talked about because, in my opinion, it's definitely I would shove it under underrated or cult niche, whatever you want to call it. But it definitely needs needs to be talked about and seen more. So over the past few years in the anime community, the isekai genre has kind of gotten very big, which is kind of like I've been trapped in a game type type uh, type deal. Uh, and the one that kind of like uh, there there are older ones that came out before this one, like. Um, Oh, shoot, what is it? I can't remember the name of it. Like, uh, Dot Hack. But the one that kind of really set the new uh, craze on fire was a show called uh, Law Cards. I'm uh, not Law Cards, but uh, a show called um, uh, Sword Art Online. And Sword Art Online, I'm not really the biggest fan of. I like some of the couple, some episodes, but I'm not really the biggest fan of. But the one I want to talk about in the genre is a show called Log Horizon. Log Horizon is... Good like, like, there are other shows that people love in the isekai genre, like No Game, No Life. Yes. Overlord, uh, Sword Art Online, but honestly, oh, SAO. yeah, oh. SAO, I know you, I know, oh. I know, but like for me, honestly, I feel like Log Horizon is 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 the best of all of them. No Game No Life is pretty good, but I feel like Log Horizon is is up there. And here's why: Log Horizon Dot Hack. Where would you rank Dot Hack? Dot Dot Hack is up there too. I actually need to do a rewatching of it, but from what I remember of it, I I like for remember I liked it, but I definitely wouldn't put it above Log Horizon. Okay. Uh, I de- so also, it's, it's definitely in top three, right? Yeah, top. Th- I definitely like. I definitely would put Log Horizon and No Game No Life as top two. Okay. And 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 that kind of like video game type world genre, if if you will. Um, but like Log Horizon is, is special, and because it's it takes this time with its world, and it actually the people it actually shows you what the how the the consequences and stuff like that of living in that world would be like, and it's 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 subtle. It's relaxing. It just takes its time, and there's a vast majority of characters. There's a this show has a big cast, like, and, and the story of Log Horizon ultimately is about this RPG game, this fantasy RPG game called Elder Tale, and um, basically all these new players are playing Elder Tale because there's a new expansion coming out, and the uh, the main character somehow, and along with his along with everyone else, gets trapped into the game, and. Uh, sooner or later, he ends up. The main character is very interesting because I'd put him as like one of the light Yagami types. Not the fact that he's a dick, but the fact that he's cunning, much like light Yagami. As a matter of fact, he gets nicknamed the villain in glasses in the show. And I like main characters like that. And also, what's cool about this main character, instead of him being overpowered, broken, whatever you want to call it, and just way stronger than everyone. He he beats most of his opponents with just knowledge, pure knowledge of the game, and and also his teammates. There there are often times when he doesn't even defeat the enemies; his teammates does it, but all through careful planning. So that's kind of cool. So if you want to, so it's kind of like a little, like light, yeah, yeah, and a little loose, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, great, great, yeah. So and so so if you like the smarter main characters, uh, the main character I believe his name is Shiro. Uh, aka the villain in glasses he's your guy and also like i said the story's a little different you're you're following multiple different characters there'll be episodes you won't even really see shiro so that's so that's kind of cool too like everyone kind of goes about their lives and not only that this game actually has big consequences in it too like for example the you find out the longer they're stuck in this game is really bad they start to lose their memories of, uh, in the real world but 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 it's, it's not about how long they get stuck in it i think it's only when like they die yeah. Oh. So it oh, so shit, it so so it really puts the pressure on not fucking dying. You you so really do kind of like uh reboot. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like reboot. Yeah, yeah, okay. Reboot right Dude, uh, speaking of some old shit, yeah. <laughs> reboot. And like uh so Brandon, thanks for taking it back back back. Way 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 back. Thank yes. you for that. And uh but yeah, Log Horizon is very interesting and I implore you guys to go and check Log Horizon out. Smart main characters, very interesting uh, uh characters in general. If you like a, a show where we're with a bigger cast, this is it for you. Every character feels them feels important. No character is just a shadow behind the main character. Like so if you hate shows where it's just all about the main character and everyone else kind of takes it back, this is not like that everyone gets equal shine. The main character is very smart, very charming. He gets a little bit of a love interest in there too. Um, yeah, Log Horizon is great. Give it a go. I believe the anime started in like 2013. I want to say I think 2013. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's newer-ish. So, yeah, and uh, it's actually the dubbing. The dubbing for the show actually isn't done by Funimation, if I'm mistaken. It's actually done by a random another random studio. I really? cannot remember for the life of me 
what the, what the name of the studio is, but I'm pretty sure it's not done by Funimation. So I'm gonna have to uh, fact check that later on. Sure. But yeah, but but and what's what's interesting is that this dubbing is actually one of the I'm, I, this I'm not joking about this. This is one of the best dubbings I've ever heard. Really? Yeah, like every character for the most part has has a solid showing. Huh? Yeah, and like and it's, you would think, oh wow, good dubbing. It's not not done by Funimation. Yeah, it's huh. it's pretty good. So like I said, we've come a long ways uh, as far as dub dubbing goes. So. Yeah, Log Horizon is a good one. If you like the the trapped in a game type story, I'd give it a go. Um, and like I said, they're also not like in a rush to get out of the game now either, because they really love the world and they really get into the world and they really get into get get dive into the power system too. Like unlike Sora Online, how like sometimes the power system didn't even really make sense at all. Log Horizon actually makes sense out of its world, the politics. But by the way, there's politics in this story. Yes, yes, a game about video games has politics and it. it's great. Like, give it a go, guys. All right, my boy Brandon. BB, what you got? Okay, my next one is called Kaze no Yojimo. Mm. Or in English, Bodyguard of the Wind. Ooh, ooh. It came out, uh, it debuted in October of 2001. Mm. And the plot it revolves around Joji, quote-unquote, George Kodama. Mm. He arrives in the town of Kimujuku in the search of a man named Genzo Araki. Mm. He's unable to find him. He learns that the town is divided into two distinct factions. Sensing that Kimujuku's residents are hiding something, George takes work from each faction, playing them against each other in an effort to undercover secret and the whereabouts of Genzo. That's the basic outline of Kazenoyam Yojimbo. Okay. Uh, It's a very film noir series. And, um, it's, I, I haven't found too many series that are, that's like Kaze. Um, and the state, like, has very good music and, um, and the use of music okay. or lack thereof in certain points. And, uh, the use, their use of different shots and how to portray what's happening and whatnot. It, if you like film noir type series, yeah. this is definitely a good 25 episode series that um, you'll want to enjoy. And if you're a fan of Naruto, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> the, the American voice actor who did Konkuro from the Sand Village Ooh. is... Does the voice of the lead character George? Okay, I I, I like him as a voice actor. I like yes. his voice. I'm yes, say. he has a very yeah. good voice. Yeah. He, he definitely had is definitely good in this role as George. Yeah, and yeah, it's a very detective type show, and yeah, it's a definitely enjoyable. You need to pay attention quite a bit in the series because a lot happens over like. Throughout the 25 episodes, and it wraps up pretty nicely. And yeah, it's, it's pretty much short, short, and sweet, and to the point on this one. Okay. Nah, man, uh, I don't think I've actually seen that one either, my man. I have it on DVD, so we can watch it later. Okay, let me, let me borrow that shit. Okay. okay. So, next up on my list, actually, is for Cold Anime. Um, is a series called Gunslinger Girl. Okay. And Gunslinger Girl, I, I believe, came out around like 2003, 2004, I want to say. And it's basically the story of a government-sponsored corporation who basically more or less kidnaps or takes in orphaned or unfortunate uh, kids. And I mean like kids, like Top, six, six, seven years like or? pretty young, like preteens, like like uh, 10, 11, 12 and stuff like that. But they don't just take in kids. They take in cute, innocent little girls who are orphans and they train them to be cold blooded assassins like. And so what's interesting about this show is that you can imagine the mental strain that must happen on a preteen little girl. Who just lost everything and then is given a home and a way of life but but it also it takes lives these girls are given some of the most hardest chorus james bonniest 
uh, Mission Impossible is type uh, assassination task, and some of them don't make it. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not afraid to say that so some of these, some of these main characters die. It's wow. kind of sad. This is a bit of a more serious, depressing type story. So if you want something more serious and hardcore, and you want to see badass chicks doing gangster shit, this is it. Like guns, gunslinger girls balls to the walls, hardcore. Like. And some girls are, are, are trained in certain areas. Some are snipers. Some are cloak CQC experts. Some are like more tactical, and some of them just don't make it. And some and some each girl has an owner or a father. I want to say who kind of kind of who kind of works as the trainer. And kind of creepy. Yeah, it is kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie, but it's it's actually it's actually a pretty entertaining show. Like it's really good. It's, some of the stuff it, it really hits you and. Um, yeah, like 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 I said, it's espionage, uh, gunplay. If you're into all that assassination type stories, this is it, boy. This is it. And uh, some of these girls are unfortunate. Some of them get like trainers or, or or dads or whatever who don't really like treat them as nice. And some girls get uh, understand that they're girls and treats them, you know, with a little bit more respect. It, it's a bit of a harsh tale. I'm not gonna lie, but gunslinger girl is. Is, is gangster. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty. That one's pretty short and sweet to the point as well. But and also the the, uh, the both the sub and dub are both pretty solid. Um, it's been a while since I've seen the sub, but the dub is I believe is done by Funimation, uh, and I enjoyed that. Gunslinger Girl should be available on most platforms, I believe. So I, I'd, I'd give that a go. So yeah, all right, Mister B, Busy okay. B, boo to boo. What you got for me, bro? Mine is a show or series called Three by Three Eyes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, my man. Yeah. Um, there, there's only seven episodes. Right, right. About forty episodes, forty minutes apiece. Mm-hmm. So, which is kind of sad because the the plot of the series is actually very unique and very amazing, and um, it. The plot is uh, follows the adventures of Pi, the last remaining Sanjiang Unkara, or Triclops, okay. uh, and her new Wu, or immortal companion, Ooh. Yakumo, as they desperately try to find a way mu- uh, to make Pi into a human. Mm. Um, so, uh, so that she could forget her troubled past. Ooh. Um, Pi traveled to uh, Tokyo searching for an artifact, but a thief takes it away, and um, Yakumo tackles the crook, manages to get the pack, uh, the the bag away for uh, for her, um, and it's that's when he becomes her companion, hmm. and. Over the first few episodes, they uh, try to they work together to him trying to find out his out his powers and whatnot and try to help her a little bit. Okay. And then there's a t- like then she loses her memories Ooh. to try to save Yakumo. Mm. And then there's like a time skip, like a brief time skip. I can't remember how long, but he finds her she's a a high school student Mm. and she has her memory wiped by a little uh, demon and um the the demon if I remember correctly is working for like a bigger demon that hates pie (laughs) and it's like um like a long-term clash okay. of the ages kind of thing between Pi and this guy. This guy, okay. And um, Yakumo, at least in the anime, ultimately goes up against him. Okay. And that's... Re- I don't want to say anything else, um, but the series only does seven episodes, which is very, very unfortunate. Yeah. Because there's... Like a lot of manga, and it goes a lot more in depth of who Pai is, who Yakumo is, and their adventures trying to make Yakumo into a human. Because yeah, Pai has like all these like she can just like whip out and just boom, just 
do spells and then do stuff and she has like creatures that help her out and whatnot and Yakumo eventually is able to harness some of that magic and powers as well to help protect Pi and whatnot and it's it's really uh, a really interesting series and I'm not sure where you could find it because Funimation didn't do it mm-hmm. didn't do the dub yeah uh, I think there's been a couple dubs of it and I was able to fortunately find find it on DVD and I have it and so go you hopefully you guys could find it on some streaming site yeah um, but it's definitely worth a watch and I'm the manga is not in English as far as I'm aware at least it hasn't been officially translated okay like uh, so there's probably fan dubs of the manga out there somewhere okay but it's definitely I remember watching it on again like Spike TV it was on Spike uh, same thing with Better Man I, Sam and I watched it and yeah they're long long episodes like 40 minutes oh wow oh so uh, okay so they're like more like OAVs mm-hmm. OVAs or whatever so not your typical standard 12 or 25 episode series where they're 22 minute well more like 18 minute plus couple minutes for the intro and outro stuff and whatever typical anime that you see nowadays so definitely worth trying to find and watching the sub episodes and like I so I can understand like any animation is not the greatest you can definitely tell it's from the 90s yeah <laughs> yeah and some of the stuff that I said in at least the dub on a DVD I have you could definitely tell mm-hmm that it's the series because I think the manga started in 1987 mm-hmm. so you could definitely tell that the sh- where the show started from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's very dated Did, yeah. in some of the things mm-hmm. which has its own charm of the 80s and 90s in it which I like I I like that time period mm-hmm. of the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. 90s especially for me yeah, yeah so yeah. if you like 80s and 90s style right pop culture stuff mm-hmm. this is just for you with some of the stuff you can see in the back yeah and in terms of like the signage and whatnot so yeah definitely worth checking out okay so now I'm definitely with you on that so next up for me uh is I think the Bayno, which one I want to go, I want to go with next? Uh, I, okay, so I'm I'm gonna talk more about uh, a very odd odd anime that some and it's more niche. Like I wouldn't necessarily call it cult, but it's it's definitely a, a lesser known title, but it's still a, a, a lot of fun. It's uh, uh called Abanabashi or Magical Shopping Arcade, and this show is so strange. This show is so strange, like. How do I put this? Okay, so there's two kids, right? And their families, like, own a business, like, uh, like a shopping arcade. And their business is going to close down. And it's kind of heartbreaking. And it's this boy and this girl and their family. And, you know, it's it's hard times. And then next thing you know, it, it, it goes from this slice of life realistic type story. And then these two kids, this boy and this girl, are jumping through dimensions they're going through all kinds of different worlds trying to get back to the one to their real world, right? Wow. It's crazy. And like, by the way, you want to talk if you like parody shows, you like anything that makes fun of anything else, boy, this show parodies a lot. This show parodies Dragon Ball Z. This show parodies Oh, it also makes fun of America just in general. Americans in so general. So kind of like Space Dandy, cuz Space Dandy. Yes. Or even Shin Chan to an extent. Uh, yeah, I would Or it, or would you say Parody on par with Space Dandy and the comedy of Shin Chan. Yes, definitely the comedy of Shin Chan and parody style of uh, Space Dandy. But this show is wacky. Like, like honestly, if you watched it and you told me you loved it, 
I wouldn't be surprised. But if you watched it and you told me you didn't like it, I wouldn't be surprised. It's just crazy and it's not for everyone. But it's one of the most absurd shows I've ever seen. Like, like there, it's, <laughs> you know what's funny is that both sub and dub are both hilarious. But, like, there's the, there's some stuff in the dub that just cracks me the hell up. Like, this is a part where, like, this guy's, like, making fun of, like, uh, how much swearing, like, Americans do. And there's this part where this guy's like, you better fuck, 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 take this, uh, fuck it very much. <laughs> and he's doing, like, Elvis. But, like, and Elvis eating, like, a shit ton of hot dogs. And so, I don't know, it's it's interesting. Like, it's, yeah, for, for this is one of the crazier animes I've seen. If you want a comedy that's more wacky, this is up your alley. I feel like I'm trying to give you guys a, a big uh, variety of shows. I'm trying to give you guys a dark action, give you guys... A little bit more relaxing, smooth gaming type show, and then give you something that's bloody balls to the walls like Gantz. And I'm giving you guys something a little bit more comedy, like uh, Abenabashi uh, Shop Magical Shopping Arcade. So, yeah, like this show, uh, it's it's older, but it's not old. It's it came out in the 2000s, like I think 2003, 2002 maybe. Yeah. So, um, so the animation still looks fine for for anyone who doesn't like older shows. Uh, Abinabashi is definitely a weird comedy. I really don't have much to say about it, but give it a go. Oh, but that opening, though, that opening is fun. I love it. As soon as the opening comes on, you're like, uh, uh, uh. You kind of want to dance to it. So I love the opening to Abinabashi. And the opening actually does a pretty good job of showing you how, oh, this show's simple. Not. Like, the opening does a good job of making you feel that. So, yeah. That, and that's pretty much my mind right there. All right, Mr. B, what else you got for me? That's going to be. Something we both love. Oh boy, you got something we both about to love? Let me put myself into it. Who's. Okay, hit me, hit me. Running Wires. Woo! Yes. Running Wires. Running Wires. The power's in the armor. Yeah. This to me is the epitome of a cult series. Yes, yes. I mean, I only know Desmond, yeah. Brother Sean. Yep. Our, our friend Greg, or Big Daddy Greg. Yeah, <laughs> Big Daddy Greg. Uh, and then Shock. Yeah. Buddy Shock yeah. are the only people that I know that have watched this series. And that is unfortunate because if you like anything Power Rangers-esque related, Voltron-esque related, team-based type kung fu badass stuff. This is yeah, the show. Yeah, this, this is, is the, the show. show. Yeah. Because like, we're only going to give you a brief taste of it, but... Devin and I can go like probably two, three, four hours talking <laughs> about just running boys. Yeah, seriously, it is. It holds a special place in my heart because I remember going home when I lived in Texas, of going home and watching it on my VHS because my dad recorded it for me. Yeah, good dad. Points for dad. It is about these five teenagers who get these magical suits of armor, mm-hmm. red. Green, mm-hmm. orange, uh, bl- light blue, mm-hmm. and then dark blue, and they each have a special ability. Yep. Rio, like uh, uh, Ryo, yeah. has the power of fire. Yeah, Ryo the wildfire, baby. Sage of the hail. Yeah. And, and Ryo has two swords. Swords. Yeah. Ryo's, Ryo's the badass dual wielding. So for any of you dual wielding fans out there, and Ryo's also, if if I had to like put 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 his place on the team, he's more of the Red Ranger yes, uh, of the team. Exactly. He's the leader of the group. Mm-hmm. And then you have Sage of the Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, who's, so he's more Earth-based. Yeah, he's... No, no. Yeah. He's kind of hard to place compared to the other four. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to figure out where I would place him. Like, I'm trying to compare maybe to Ninja Turtles. Because Ninja Turtles-wise, I'll place Ryo as Leonardo, the leader yeah. of the group. Um, I'd save Sage for next. And then you yeah. have Sai of the Torrent. Yeah. Water. Yeah. And so he has a light blue armor. He has right. a trident. Yep. And he has water-based attack. Mm-hmm. And then you have Kento of Hard Rock. Kento of Hard Rock. Woo-hoo! He has a big staff. Yep. And he's earth-based. Yep. Kento's also a bit of the... He's also coming to a, a little bit of the, what, comedy relief? Yes. Yeah, so, so he's like Michelangelo. From yeah, yeah. TMT, TMNT. Yeah. And he's a definite foodie. Mm-hmm. He yeah. loves the food. Yeah, he's definitely he's the Michelangelo of Ninja Turtles. He's my favorite. Like, it's him... And the next guy are my two favorite other Ron Wars. Yeah, you and Sean both like um, Kento. Yeah. yeah, and then the last one in the dark blue armor, Rowan of the Strata. Strata. Yeah. Sky, yeah. 
He has a boner. He's actually one of my... Actually, Rowan... So here's the thing. Like, I think my favorite three are probably Kento, Sage, and Rowan of Strata. Okay. Yeah, uh, Sage Sage is just like that cool guy on the team. Okay. Like, yeah, guys, I'm dark, but I'm so badass. Plus, he's got this gangster big sword. And then then, uh, Rowan of Strata, he's badass with that bow. Yes, yes. And it's it's, it's hard not to like Kento. I know. It's Kento. Yeah, yeah. And so these five have been given this suit of armors... And then they're joined by two other people mm-hmm. to form out their team. Right. Mia, who's um, helps, because initially they join up, they fight the evil dynasty and Tulpa, which are the, the bad guys of the, the series, and Tulpa separates them out. So Mia and there's a little boy, uh, Yuli, mm-hmm. who... Round up everyone, first starting with Ryo, and they get each one eventually, and then to fight and stage the comeback against Tulpa. And um, and Tulpa has these four minions, henchmen, that ha- also have suits of armor that uh, to fight against the Ronin Warriors. There's Anubis. Uh, who's the leader of the the group? And he has a not a hammer and sickle, but like the chain yeah, blade yeah. with like a. Oh, by the way, I love the voice actor that oh, played him Anubis, in, the, in in the English dub. I love yes, the voice actor. And Anubis has a badass moment near the end of the series. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, An- oh. you know Anubis is kind of slept on as a character. Anubis is another one of my favorites, actually. Yes. Yeah. And so, and then there's Kale, the war- warlord of cruelty. He has a sword, and his counterpart is um, Sage. So, like the four, four the the four warlords have their counterparts. Yeah. Um, Sage has Kale. Then Sekhmet, the warlord of Venom, has Psy. and Sekhmet has six blades, and he deals out Venom. Or poison. Right. And then you have... Uh, oh, God, I'm blanking on the last guy's name, but... Uh, De- no, Deus, the Warlord of Illusion. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he has... His main rival is... Uh, Kento of Hard Rock. Yeah. And so... It's, you see the, all the three fight it out. And then... Those guys fight it out in the series. And then... Uh, it's... I can't gush about this series. No, <laughs> I, I, I know, man. I know. <laughs> and there's 39 regular episodes, and then they have several OVAs or OAVs or whatever. The the add on to them, I they take place maybe a year or two after the end of the series. Yeah. And then you have the last five episodes, which I don't want to go into too much about it because I want everyone, I'll listen, our <laughs> yeah, dear yeah. listeners, yeah. to actually go out and find them. Yeah, if you if if you if you don't mind watching older anime and 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 you like and you adore like the Ninja Turtles, Voltron, Power, Power Rangers, Rangers type 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 vibe, man, give Ronin Wars a shot. Uh, if 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 you don't like if you don't like dub, the sub is perfectly fine. Yes. I've listened to the sub. The sub is dope. Uh, but but the dub is actually a lot of fun. Actually, the dub yes. is actually a lot of fun. Yes, that uh, that was actually both me and Brandon's, I believe, exposure yes. to the show was through the dub. And I remember watching it on the tsunami at the time. Yeah, the yeah. So, uh, and it was it, for the longest time, it was one of my favorite shows. Granted, I dug the the, the the formula of the Power Rangers Voltron type style. So if that's not for you, then don't worry about it. Yeah, but yeah. it's still mm-hmm. amazing. Because yeah. it came out in 1988. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Runa Wars has some of my favorite group of leading men outside of you, Hakusho, and a couple others. Um, but I'll go next on talking about one I, I want to speak about for a, for a niche or a cult, however you, however you want to go. But I want to talk about... Um, Briefly, Initial D. Okay. Initial D is actually my buddy Shock's uh, one one of his favorites. Um, he's he uh, the, the two two of the shows he was obsessed with when I first met him was Hajime no Impo, uh, and uh, Initial D. And 
but while after I do think initial uh, Hajime no Impo is is a good choice to talk about as far as like a uh, cult anime goes, uh, you should definitely check out Hajime no Impo. But uh, initial D, I want to talk about that briefly because it's it's kind of crazy. So if you're into cars, action and comedy, and just the chill vibe, I'd give initial D a go. It's basically about this guy, this kid who's like an eight, he's like an eighteen, he's like a high schooler, and um, he basically delivers. He did delivers food for, I believe him and his dad have a business, I believe. It's been a minute, but like they deliver food and he goes down mountains drifting and he's quite good at at, uh, at, at, at uh, driving fast. He's quite so good. if you like Fast and the Furious, yeah. this is your if show. If you're a big fan of Fast and the Furious and anything car related, this is your show. And like what's interesting is that the main character unwillingly kind of becomes like a badass in the racing scene. And then you find out that his father who was an ex-racer and he was even more of a badass his dad his dad is like a certified g and so like it's kind of cool seeing the legacy or the torch get passed if you will to his son and like i i I can't really go into the plot so much but like i would definitely give this show a go like i said i want to talk about it very briefly initial d is is gold man it's been going on for a while it's been going on for a while yeah i believe it's still going on just like hajime no impo is still going on both those shows are old they're like one piece levels of still going on so but uh brand you got anything else maybe any honorable mentions or just teacher and please twins yes yes please um so okay so please teacher and please twins both are uh great comedy romance etchy type shows if you will yeah um Please, twins being my personal favorite out of the two, but please, te- teacher is just is very is very good as well. Please, teacher is kind of romantic. Like, there's actually this alien that kind of comes down. She's supposed to observe. She yeah, she yeah. She's supposed to. <clears throat> One of her students finds out, mm-hmm. and she realizes she has to what, erase his memory or something like that. Or he they it, it just they try she tries to but mm-hmm. they. End up kind of like falling fall, in love yeah, with they, each other. Yeah, it's kind of sweet. They fall in love. Yeah, like the, the lead male has disease mm-hmm. and he's actually eighteen, so that makes it legal. Yep. To make yeah. the love okay. Mm-hmm. And so he ends up kind of like marrying. Yes. His he marrying his alien teacher, and they go through various the ups, and downs ups, of ups and downs of marriage, and they go through various different scenarios, and it's kind of interesting. It's kind of weird. But interesting and cute, all in the same yes. bout. And I can say the same about Please Twin, Please Twins, which is uh, uh, even, uh, arguably even more weirder than uh, Please Teacher. It's about this boy who got a who got who's, who's very smart, got a job coding. He's in high school. He has a home all by himself in the country area of Japan, and um, and basically uh, two girls try to track him down. Because they all well, ha- track the house, track right? the house down because they saw in the news or something like that. Because they have, they each have a picture, right? And they were given, they were given it. It's like this is you're in the picture, mm-hmm. and so they track the house down because they saw it in the news because of the whole alien stuff from police teacher. Yeah. So the worlds are connected. Yeah. <coughs> and oh yeah, that's right. Police twins and police teacher both take place in the same universe. So if you do, if you same do, town, play, same town too. So if you want to get into both the shows. Please um, teachers first. Yeah, watch please teacher first, and then watch please twins. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the first girl gets to the house, mm-hmm. finds out oh the the main the lead male owns the house, and it's like she's like can I stay here? I was like whatever. Yeah. They figure it out, and the next girl it's like comes in. I have this picture, and they're like, what, what the hell? Yeah, all in the same night, this guy finds these two girls that both have the same picture from his childhood. But the main character knows very little about his childhood, and yeah. so, so do all three of the girls. And they all find out that they're all connected through that house and those pictures. And it's a crazy yeah. bits of ups and downs you got to watch. Yeah, so they try to figure out who's that. Because the, the the male is in the picture. Yeah. They don't know who the female is. Yeah. So it's just trying try to have them find out who's who mm-hmm. and who's related yeah. and whatnot. It's a very good yeah. 12 episode show. Yeah. Great music. Oh, and also speaking of the music, this show is very relaxing. Both yeah. these shows are very, if you want a nice, just, if you, if you just want to just relax and don't watch anything too crazy, please teach and please twins both offer that. Oh, they yeah. both offer that in space. I would say I, I, I like the vibe. Okay. I like the, the story more of please teacher. But I like the vibe and the atmosphere of Police Twins okay, a bit yeah, more. It, it's so soothing, guys. Like I give these shows yeah, a go. And it's definitely one of those shows where after you watch like a 
like a very heavy mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. Police Teacher and Police Twins is definitely something you could go in and watch mm-hmm. and just <sighs> yeah. relax and just like if you had a shitty day at work. You can just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Okay, I'm sorry I sung that. But yeah, um, no, Brandon, thanks for joining me on this episode of talking about cult flash niche slash kind of unpopular shows or, or less popular shows. Thank you for joining me, my, my man. Yep. And uh, guys, thanks for joining us and letting us chat your ear off. This is my boy Brandon. Say, say bye, Brandon. Yo. And uh, this is me, your host, Dez, from Featuring Dez. And I'm signing out. Peace. Peace.